0: Hey there, I'm Dana, your Canadian English teacher, with another English lesson so you can speak and understand the English spoken in Canada. If you're learning English for the Great White North, then you've come to the right place. You'll learn phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. Today's episode is part of the English at Home series, where we explore how you can improve your English without leaving your living room. Today's topic is the news, so I'm going to talk about how you can use the news in English as a study tool, and then I'll share some interesting information and resources to find Canadian news. Hey guys, how's it going? I hope you're having an amazing week. This week, I published a bonus episode about some very exciting updates from CanLearn English. If you listen to the episode, then you'll know that everyone can now make a free lifetime account at canlearnenglish.com. This is where you can listen to the podcast, watch my video lessons, test your English with a language assessment and complete my five-day video course called Next Level English. I've also made some updates to the programs. So we now have two membership levels. You can become a podcast student and get the transcripts and you can use the podcast player or you can become a pro student and get the transcripts and the podcast player, as well as the expression courses and all of the other courses available at CanLearnEnglish. If you'd like more information, then you can listen to that bonus episode, or you can go to CanLearnEnglish.com. Aside from that, no new updates for me. I was talking to my sister on the phone the other day. And we laughed a little bit since it's kind of hard to keep a conversation going when you don't have much going on. We're stuck inside the house, not much is happening. I'm sure you can relate. But anyways, let's get into the episode. Today's topic is learning English with the news. And I love using the news with my students. If you go to my Instagram page, you'll see that I post a lot of news stories to teach you vocabulary. Just this week, I posted a headline which said, Vancouver Aquarium raises a whopping $624,424 in just over a week. So we explored what the word whopping means. And I post these types of Instagram posts very often so if you'd like to learn English with the news and find out what whopping means then you can find me on Instagram my handle is at can English I love using the news with my students but I'm gonna start off by answering the question why you should use the news to learn English the news is a great way to improve your vocabulary your listening and discussion skills. There's so much to choose from. You can use written news articles, audio, video, or even live TV, and these can be accessed online as well as offline. The news is great to improve your English because the newscasters and journalists usually speak with clear, standard English. When you're learning a language, it's easier to understand because the content is very clear. And if you're, for example, watching the news in a video, you'll also have the presentation. So you might have some visual cues. The news also includes unlimited access to the modern English native speakers use every day. It gives you the latest information, which not only helps you learn English, but also helps you learn about what's going on in the world right now. So how can you use the news to improve your English? Well, when you're watching the news or reading a news article, you'll come across many unfamiliar words and expressions. You can write down the words that you don't recognize in a vocabulary journal. This is one of the best ways to remember what you've learned and expand your vocabulary keep a notebook dedicated to English, and write down new words you learn while you're reading or watching news videos. You can also use a technique called shadowing. To do this, you need an audio file or a video, plus a transcript. You can do this in two ways. You can listen to a short section and then repeat after the speaker, or to really challenge yourself, you can try and speak along with the speaker and this will help you practice your rhythm and intonation. You can also use the news to practice your writing skills by writing short summaries of news stories that you read. And of course, when you listen to the news, this will help you improve your listening skills. So let's talk about some Canadian news sources that you can use to improve your English. I don't think I've ever mentioned the website canadaguide.com. If you've never heard of this website, you should definitely check it out. It's a wonderful website full of interesting facts about Canada. It really is a Canada guide. I often use it when I'm writing the Canadian fact portion of the podcast. And usually, of course, I paraphrase and rewrite everything myself, but I couldn't rewrite this quote and do it justice. So this is a direct quote from CanadaGuide.com. In a country as vast as Canada, the news plays a critical role in fostering a sense of national community. Hearing what other Canadians are up to, even if they're located thousands of miles away, makes a great country feel a little bit smaller. I just love that and it's true. So let's talk about where Canadians get their news and where you can access the news as well. The good news is that you can access Canadian news content anywhere in the world. I'm kind of an expert in this since I've been living abroad since 2013. I've found many ways that I can still get Canadian news information and stay connected to my home country, even though I've been living around the world. So let's first talk about arguably the most popular and important media company in Canada. This is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, or the CBC, as it's more frequently referred to as. It is a taxpayer-funded, government-run corporation that provides a variety of free radio and television services to Canadians across the country. The CBC was founded by Prime Minister Mackenzie King in 1936. No matter where you are in Canada, your TV and radio will be able to pick up a CBC broadcast. The content on the CBC includes comedies, dramas, TV shows for children, and the news. The two largest Canadian channels on TV are CTV and Global. CTV is owned by a division of Bell Media and Global is owned by a division of Chorus Entertainment. They both broadcast a variety of shows like sitcoms, dramas, reality shows, talk shows, children's programming, and news. Some of the programs are American and some are Canadian. Sports in Canada are broadcast by the specialty channels TSN and Sportsnet. TSN is owned by Bell Media and Sportnet is owned by a division of Rogers Media. And CBC also provides coverage of hockey games and the Olympics. There are lots of other specialty channels as well. And of course, American television is popular in Canada. For example, the top five television shows in Canada this week in terms of ratings were the show 911, New Amsterdam, NCIS, Survivor, and Young Sheldon. Now, I don't watch any of those shows, but I looked it up and they're all American television shows. The government has always been concerned that too much American television will erode Canadian culture and our sense of identity. To eliminate this, TV stations are legally required to devote 50% of their programming between the hours of 6 and 11 p.m. to Canadian shows. Generally the news in Canada is broadcast at 6 pm every day. Some channels like CTV have this 24-hour news coverage. Usually the local news will be broadcasted first, followed by the national news. CTV for example airs local news from 6 to 7 and then CTV national news from 7 to 8. Global will air local news for half an hour and then will start their national news at 6:30. And CBC airs their local news from 6 to 7 in most cities, and then it has a national news show called The National, which starts at 10 p.m. I've always really liked CTV News. It's been my go-to for news for as long as I can remember. And I know if you're looking to watch Canadian news from abroad, you can always watch CTV National News with Lisa LaFamme, on their website the only thing is is you get the news from the day before so when the news is aired at night i guess then they put it up online and you can access it the next day now the subtitles are available i just recently checked them but they're a little bit behind the speaker i think they're for people who are hearing impaired so they're not the best if you need them to help you understand what is being said I also noticed you can watch the 24 hour news channel live on their website, which is really cool. So if you would like to challenge yourself and watch the news in real time, you can find that on the CTV news website. You can also listen to Canadian news and content on the radio. There are many different music and talk programs CBC has five different radio stations, and they also have a wide range of podcasts. If you Google CBC Radio, you'll get to their website, and then you can browse all the shows and podcasts. You guys know that I'm a big fan of true crime, and I think that the CBC has some of the best true crime and and investigative podcasts. Finally, you can turn to news websites and apps to get Canadian news content. The channels CBC and CTV and Global all have websites where you can watch video clips and read news articles. Huffington Post Canada is a popular online news source. Narcity, which is another one of my favorites, is a new online media company. They're just about five years old and their content is geared toward millennials. The two leading newspapers in Canada are the Globe and Mail and the National Post. They also have news websites and apps, although many of the articles are locked, listed as premium, so you need to pay to access them. Now I'm also really excited to tell you about a new news course that is available to pro students who have a CanLearn English account. This course is designed to help you learn English through the news. Each week we explore a current news topic. You'll watch a news clip, then you have access to the full transcript with highlighted vocabulary and a list of definitions, which you can download in a PDF. I also have quizzes that will help you learn new vocabulary as well as a listening comprehension quiz so you can test to see how much you understood And then I also include writing prompts. So I'll give you a topic that I want you to write about and you can leave that in the comments so I can check out your writing and go in and give you some feedback and some corrections. So this is a really exciting course. If you would like to get access to it or you would just like to have more information, you can go to canlearnenglish.com and you can find the information about the News Buzz course on the homepage. But we're not finished yet. We still have our pronunciation focus. We're gonna do this really quickly and I wanted to take this opportunity and review the E-D endings because we have two sentences that I want you to compare. She watched the news. She listened to the news. Watched, listened. So as you can hear, the ed ending is pronounced differently in these two words. Watched with a t, t, watched, listened, d, listened. Now this is because the pronunciation of ed endings in English will change depending if the last consonant is voiced or unvoiced. So let's just quickly review what a voiceless consonant is. When you say a voiceless consonant, you're not going to be using your vocal cords to make the sound. So if you put your hand on your throat and say pa puh, puh, you'll notice that you don't feel any vibration. On the other side, if it's voiced, then you will feel your vocal cords vibrate. If you put your hand on your throat and say l. L- as an L, you'll notice that your vocal culture will vibrate. If the consonant is voiceless, then you're going to pronounce the ED as a T. So with P help, helped, helped. Another voiceless consonant is k, k, looked, looked. Let's try some voiced ones. With the L sound, called, called, N as in clean, cleaned, cleaned. And of course there's another ED ending and that's when we pronounce the ED like an id. And this is when the last consonant is a T or D. Wanted, needed. Wanted, needed. Now, just a reminder, the pronunciation of ed is never ed. Ed is the name of a person. It's not the ending pronunciation, okay? So we don't say help it or called. It. It's never helped, it, never called. It. It's either helped or called called duh. Want Wanted So it's actually an ID sound Not an ED sound Okay guys So that's it for our episode today Thank you so much for listening I wanted to quickly read out A listener review before we go This was left by Danito22 And they said This was what I was looking for As a PR Canadian, I was looking for improving my English skills, but at the same time, learning about daily facts of the Canadian culture slash system. I'm still learning. She speaks clear and keeps me interested in the podcast. Great for me. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you so much, Danito22, for leaving a review. I love reading your listener reviews, and I love, you know, just even seeing that you've given it five stars. So if you're listening on Apple Podcast, please take a moment to leave a quick review. I really appreciate it. And as always, please support this free podcast by liking, sharing and subscribing. If you'd like more information about the new programs that I have on Can Learn English, then you can go to canlearnenglish.com. And until next time, guys. Bye-bye.